The following is a fourth-hand production. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another installment of Hysteria 51. Up! All night. Welcome in, Hysteria Nation, to the podcast that is doing an extra podcast this week, and hopefully more after that. This is Hysteria 51. A remote extra podcast because yeah. you are credit up like that monkey from outbreak and lisa and i don't want you in our house that's not true i am governor full- put your name in the package bill saying john go has to stay in his domicile i didn't even ever use I, that terminology but that was the proper weird. terminology from the, the governor i'm fully healed from my strep throat and i'm good to go by the way we are broadcasting live from various points in the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago. I am your host, John Goforth. Alongside is my co-host, uh, not exactly alongside, a long, uh, uh, a long wire. I don't know. Uh, his name's Brent Hand, and uh, we are joined by a very special guest, Brent. Yeah, yeah, but I turned off CBOT, so Lisa's here. We can talk about her, I guess. Oh, okay, fair enough. Hi, Lisa. Hi. <laughs> producer lisa you're on the mic rather than behind the uh the board how's it feel well in these times i should probably be behind a very thick glass but brent says that whatever he has i get to have too yeah we're we're um what's this like tandem quarantining yeah but brent does it count when during the day when you leave and go lick uh bus stops Someone's got to do their duty. <laughs> hey, all joking aside, did you see that uh, that influencer, Instagram influencer guy that was going around licking things now has coronaviruses in the hospital? No way. Yeah, he's one of those people, two of them now, that have made jokes about one that, one woman that licked a toilet seat and this guy was licking doorknobs. Both of them are in separate hospitals with coronavirus. Mm. And herpes of the tongue? Why would you <laughs> lick a toilet seat? It's like the guy from the Utah, uh, the Jazz. He was at one of the press conferences before the NBA season was was canceled. And he's like, I'm not scared of it. And he walked by and touched the ends of all the mics. And he's the one who came down with the virus and is why the season was canceled. Yeah, that was uh, that, that was like the first um, big coronavirus faux pas. Uh, well, other than the whole not taking it seriously by the federal government. I would have went with the whole bat soup thing. But yeah, you know, you choose your adventure. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, so he was, it was a couple of days before anyone, let's be honest, before anyone was taken as seriously. Uh, his, uh, a, a popular player too, Rudy Gobert, I think is his name. Um, it's pronounced Gogurt. Go, uh, Gobert. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, he, uh, yeah, I mean, and uh, there's no defense because you should have been taken it seriously. But like, if we are going to post a defense for him, it's like, well, they hadn't even canceled the NBA season yet. And then the, I suppose the uh, other argument there is, uh, yeah. And then they canceled the NBA season. Well, and now all defense is zone defense because we got to keep six feet away. So, yeah, uh, did you just try to make like a sports joke in there? No, I did, and I'll have you know I succeeded. It was oh, super well received over here by the wide receiver in the booth. Oh, wait, this thing's falling apart at the seams. What's <laughs> happening? But all joking aside, though, we we're talking about uh, you know things that uh, we've done to to stay. I don't know, sane while in quarantine. And Lisa and I have been eating. Uh, I, not normally, I guess, is the best way to put it. You find yourself kind of going towards junk and stuff like that. And, John, you had a great idea for a, well, answering to an idea that one of our listeners had, doing a Cafeteria 51. Cafeteria 51. That's right, kids. So we're going to hop on. I don't know if it'll be once a week. could be two times some weeks and zero others. But we're going to hop on and do extra episodes. And, um, well, uh, yes, here and there we're going to talk about the pandemic not the same stuff you get on the news, like, you know, the numbers and all of that, but more along the lines of just how we're dealing with it and what, you know, because you, it, it, you can't ignore the uh, <laughs> the virus in the room. Um, but uh, but uh, we're also going to try to avoid that, uh, doing that 24-7. And one idea was exactly what you just said, Brent, Cafeteria 51. So we're going to – we're uh, the one thing I can tell you is we'll always be eating weird stuff. It, we're never both going to be sitting here going, oh, yeah, this, uh, this shrimp is lovely. I don't know how – I feel about that because the first pick was your pick, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I got that in the cupboard anyway. I eat that all the time, so let me just go get one. Yeah, yeah. So today, we are going to talk Vienna sausages. And meat, the number one snack of the number one snack of hunters. Uh, they, they actually 
use that they, as they, one of their slogans. Uh, yeah, no, I know, but like, was there an actual poll or um? You just know if you're a hunter. Oh, okay, got it. Of which he's not, <laughs> by the way. I yep. you, baby. <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, I was, I was, I was gonna, I was, I was trying to come up with a, the last time Brent took a shot joke, but it just didn't fully form in time, and so then I fell apart even further because then I didn't say something else. It's okay. It's okay. I don't, I don't know, I don't know what to do in this new brave new world. I got, All right, I got hey, an hey. important question for you though. What's that? Is your brand the armor the the, the go to brand for Vienna sausages, yes. or do you yes. have one of those weird uh, off brand Vienna sausages? No, I went. I went classic armor. I knew that that is the hot dog should- armor. Oh. Hot dogs. Remember those commercials from back in the day? Well, this isn't exactly. Hot. These are like you know how like hot dogs are toaster leavens, lips and assholes. This is what falls out of the grinder at the hot dog station. Hot- I think so. It's it's uh, <laughs> it, it uh, certainly smells like that. So, uh, uh, but well, before we get into what we're about to try. Let's give the kids at home a little bit on the Vienna sausage. This is from Wikipedia, so we did a lot of research here. A Vienna sausage, uh, otherwise known in German as a Wiener Würsten, um, is a thin parboiled sausage traditionally made of pork and beef and a casing of sheep's intestine, uh, then given a low-temperature smoking. The word (laughs) Wiener is German for Viennese in Austria. (laughs) So this is a sausage sausage? Anyway. It's an encased meat. Uh boy. So here here it is in North in North America, after having been brought to North America by European I- immigrants, the Vienna sausage came to mean only smaller and much shorter smoked and canned wieners, rather than link sausage beginning about nineteen oh three. However, they have no federal standard of identity. Uh yes, they do. The armor. I think that's I think we need to update this mm-hmm. Wikipedia page. Uh North American Vienna sausages are made similarly to pork wieners, finely ground to a paste consistency, mixed with salt and spices such as cloves, coriander, nutmeg, onion powder, and finely ground dry red pepper. It smells like so much more like chemicals than it does all of that. Right. Uh, well and it, it depends on what you get because there's the original, which is my go to, but there is smoked, there's chicken, there is barbecue flavored. Uh, they're spicy, and actually, the spicy is really good if you can find them. They're harder to find, but uh, they, they, you do have some some choices out there. Now, there are people that like the Goya brand, the Libby's brand, but I'm a I'm an Armor fan myself. Like we, they're said. traditionalist. Yeah. So I'm looking at pictures of Vienna sausages from across the world, and across the world, they look delicious. They look like um, uh, you know, just traditional sausages you might buy at a butcher. Uh, yeah, or some might- of them are like they're a little longer and harder. They look like a like a yeah, like a rolled sausage. Uh, and then the, there's a picture from North America, and it's can- it's a big old can of these. <laughs> <laughs> some places, if they're 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 dried, they call them hunter sticks. Actually, oh, I've seen hunter sticks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, have you also seen the giant can that they make? Uh, that is like the ends. It's just the chopped up pieces. Because if it's too much work for you to chop it up to put into whatever you're making, which they are good in macaroni. Lisa, stop making those. She's not even speaking. She just has this disgusting. I just didn't know how disgusting could get more disgusting. They have armor Vienna sausage bourbon barbecue flavored sauce. Like that sounds like vomit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with Lisa on this one. Um, so, so Brent um, I, I don't want to just rain on your parade. I want to. I want to be a good partner here. So I went above and beyond. Uh, I prepared my my Vienna sausages a few different ways. Um, I went low class. I went high class, and I went normal J- because I want to give it every opportunity to enter into my world. Okay. Uh, I, I will not be judgmental. Uh, I'm not going to cast aspersions. I'm just going to give it an. So here's what I did. First, I've got a regular just sausage out of the can, and then for the Alternative to that, I just have one toasted in a pan. So they're just a regular sausage. So I don't toast them ever myself. So I'm very bland as far as it goes. And the other thing that I will say is when you open these up, they're in like a jellied sauce. And I do not like that at all. So I have my can isn't even open. I just have it up here ready to go. Okay. What I would be doing if it's downstairs, like where I'm normally doing it is I wash them off in the sink. Like I, I I rinse them out and drain them and then eat them that way. However, the other day the can you opened was kind of dry and you were upset that the jelly wasn't there. No, 
not well i was upset like should i not eat this because it looked weird because it it didn't have the disgusting jelly i'm gonna take a bet on whether you did or didn't uh so i ate part of them the ah. other side of them though uh they went to the dog who just loved them he sits <laughs> under me gordy sits under me because he knows i'm probably gonna drop something at some point in time and so yeah we we uh looking so, at the armor site real quick while we're talking hot and spicy is okay but that's not my favorite i'm sorry it's the jalapeno is the one that i like the best wow okay all right i uh i didn't realize there are so many varied choices with <laughs> with your <laughs> armor being a sausage by the way armor just lives in sodium i looked at the sodium count on these things it's like 630 and they're, they consider one tiny can two servings so mm-hmm. there's it's close to your day's worth of sodium in this little can of Which is of funny salt. because Lisa and I went and got uh, our full checkups recently, and my sodium everything levels were great. They're like, you're in fantastic health. I'm like, well, thank you. Well, Her- that might be true, but it has nothing to do with that. Your sodium level actually has n- is no reflection of how much sodium you consume. Unless reason- you have the- high sodium and they tell you to cut back on your I- sodium intake? The reason I know that is because I did a little dance last time I had my checkup because I'm like, ha see all that soy sauce isn't hurting me. He's like, dude, it has nothing to do with it. I'm like, well, then why do right, they tell uh, you to cut back on sodium if your sodium level's high? Well, I don't, I, I don't know that. I only <laughs> play doctor on TV. Uh, I, I don't know. Can, uh, consult, uh, um, well, what's that guy's name that's always on uh, CNN now? Uh, ah, and I'm spacing. They, they they have a doctor. This poor guy. Uh, my wife watches a lot of CNN. He's he's on like 24 hours a day, seven days a week I mean, around well, the front of know, thing. He's the Rona. Uh, he's the Rona guy, the go-to guy. Hey, real yeah, quick. Uh, he hosts a he hosts a podcast about about coronavirus. John, I feel like we're doing a disservice real quick before we get to your your sautéed and raw style. They haven't heard me open the can yet. Okay, go ahead. Are we ready? Lisa, you Gupta. That's his name. Go ahead. <laughs> Which is interesting because Gupta is how I would uh, describe the jelly that is on these. So, sure. All right. Here we go. I don't know if they're going to be able to hear it, but. Oh, yeah, they could hear it. Sounds like college. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Uh, I actually just meant because I ate those in college because I didn't know they existed. Uh-huh, before that's that, what you meant. Because mm-hmm. my family had standards and we didn't eat those when the wieners come out lisa says reminds me of college i just want to put that okay so i'm tapping them on to oh, 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 oh i've God. never poured them oh. out without rinsing them oh, and I, it is i wish we didn't do fucking that disgusting. Oh, Rinse it oh off my God. <laughs> pour some bud light on it Oh God, John! Oh John, it's oh, bad. It's really. Gross. I've never done this oh, before. Oh God! Ew! <laughs> I just put them onto ew. a plate, oh, and uh, yeah, ew. the jellyedness uh, <laughs> is disgusting. It looks like it was just birthed. Looks like college. <laughs> so everything that just happened uh, on your end, I had nothing to do with. Everything just happened on your end. And and you have that reaction, and you're like, no, it's a good food. Oh, it's fucking delicious. <laughs> oh, no, we can't wait to suck the jelly off yeah. and eat them. <laughs> <laughs> they are delicious. I can't help, you know, most of the shit doesn't it look appetizing. Have you ever seen a, I remember you used to make, like, leftover macaroni, part of a bag that had some, uh, you know, Cheetos dust in it, uh, toaster leavings. You remember the shit you used to make in college? It yeah, in good. college, I uh, I was an 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 adventurous chef. I I hey, listen, I, I did what everyone should be doing right now. You go to your pantry, you go to your fridge, and you see what you have left, and you create a recipe. All right. Well, you created two recipes: the raw and the what you you pan fried one of them. You said. Okay, did you so just brown so, it or did so, you like slice uh, it up? So I, have three, I have three preparations. First, by itself, one pan fried, one regular, just to just to understand the difference because mm-hmm. I again haven't had these. Two. Um, I, I, I went cheese cracker and one, so treating it like a, uh, you know, like a sausage or like a, a potted meat, just, you know, a way to enjoy it, like, uh, with crudite. Uh, and then last but not least, I went totally fancy. All right. So I have a toasted rye point with baked brie, chili fig spread, uh, chili fig jam or spread and fresh peaches. I feel like I'm in the wrong studio. Yeah, we have them on a, a paper towel right now draining. Yeah, no, and I mean draining like like somebody took like a 10-pound bucket of KY jelly. It looks like KY jelly. Put a but little bit yellow. of yellow food coloring <laughs> in it, but like just a little bit like urine colored. Oh. And then um, they dumped it on the studio table. 
And now Brent's now Brent's John. I, I want to point out the, the weenies. No toast points on our end. No toast points. <laughs> and unfortunately, last night we used the last of our fig jam. So, actually, <laughs> funny enough, I think we do have fig jam uh, in there for our charcuterie Chucky. boards that we do. So I'm actually lying to you. I think so, we do have fig jam. So that was my that was my plan. Like, it's not like I cook like that all the time, but I wanted to give it the <laughs> like first, with, with Vienna sausages it, not all the time. <laughs> I wanted to give it the first class touch. I wanted to give it the low class touch, and I wanted to go middle ground and see if if there's any universe in which I enjoy this food. So you've really not had them before. Really haven't the smell. Right, so I think you need things. to start with just the 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 raw. Uh, I don't even know what they smell. I don't really have much of a smell, or I'm not smelling. By the way, uh, while we're on smell, it's interesting cooking them in the pan. Have you ever cooked a uh, hot dog in a pan? Uh, I don't believe so. Really? Okay. Uh, well, even if you cooked a, a hot, any way in which you warmed up a hot dog, there's it has a different smell once it gets warm, right? Mm-hmm. Cooking one of these in the pan is like that. If it's like if you're doing that with a hot dog that had been the package had been cut open, but then left in the back of your fridge for about a year to where it's all slimy. It looks like it's okay because it's like preserved meat, but you know that you can't eat it. If you then went and cooked that, that's the smell that this um, like gives off when you're when you're cooking a Vienna sausage. I don't smell them. Do you, Lisa? Do you have like nose a pungent smell off of them? No, I've also never done anything but take them out of the can and eat them. Yeah. I don't even think that I get the slime off like you do. Yeah. So all right, all right. Well, try the try the raw one. I hate saying raw. Try your straight one first. I'm gonna go with one. Lisa, grab. Diving in. Here we go. All right. Mm. They have a little smell, I guess. You gotta like really put it in your nose. Mm-hmm. How is it two servings? I feel like. Oh. Oh. Okay. So. First, the first thing that jumps out at you before even before the taste is the texture. That's my it's favorite like, part. Oh, it's like it's like meat air. Yeah, uh, it's like a lighter hot dog because it is a ground form that they've re you know like most. Yeah, sausages. it's like I don't know, it's, it's like if you were make a hot dog flavored styrofoam. Oh. No, no, styrofoam's too hard. It's like it's like hot dog flavored air, and then the aftertaste is a little. Um, Hmm. It's almost the aftertaste is almost a little brownschweigery in a bad way. Like I don't not care the, the, in a bad way at all. I actually think they are incredibly delicious, and I know that Lisa does too. So you're, I think you're on your own there. Well, I'm not trying <laughs> to argue with you, but I'm a, I'm giving you my reaction. That's why we're. Giving I'm you enjoying ours. the the first hand account because mm-hmm. I think that the first time I had them was it was absolutely in college, probably my freshman year in in college. And my roommate had all kinds of things I'd never had before. This was one of the legal ones. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and I was probably... Odd enough, though, they were all meats. I was probably uh, really probably intoxicated the first time I had them. So I don't remember my firsthand account. So now it's just a thing that mm. I eat. So, like, you're making a lot of sense in the meat-flavored air kind of... Because it is really light. But I don't really think it's light. super light. Like, it's not, I mean, you know you're eating something. It's not like you're eating cotton candy where you're like, what happened to it? Mm, it's like meat-flavored cotton candy. Flavored cotton candy. I think we hit it. Yeah. All right, so t- now, we're not going to be able to participate in your... your uh, Gourmet. Yeah, so... I'm biting in just to another one. I, don't, this is, I can't see them. This is just a cooked version. Oh, here, Brent, I'll send you a picture of what I'm... But it's like you, spam. Can you eat spam right from the can? Yes, but it tastes better. Um, fried. All spam is is spiced ham. It's not gross. It is kind of gross. It's not because you you won't eat it. You've done. You, no, I've had it. Yes. When you fry it. Anyway, I'm and sure. You said I don't like the smell, but it tastes fine. It tastes okay. It's got a weird texture. The pan fried version. It's interesting. The the skin. There, there's the casing. Uh, toughens up. Uh, the inside is the exact same. So it's uh, a little but- like a like a. Like a what, like a bratwurst or something, where you had to like snap into it, kind of thing. A little bit, yeah, yeah, a little bit like that. Um, it's a lot saltier after having put in the pan. Huh. Uh, I must have concentrated the flavor or something. All right, so now I am going to try a small bite uh, with cracker and cheddar cheese. I'm going to go to number two, uh, straight from the can, drained and wiped. I say drained <laughs> and wiped. I'm on like. Uh, paper towel number three on these. Poured Mountain Dew, Diet Mountain Dew on it. <laughs> I just find it hard that this whole can is 240 calories, which is like a meal. Mm-hmm. And like, that's not a meal. Like, 
the, like that's that that's what I eat while I'm waiting to start preparing my meal. <laughs> <laughs> I like to eat while I'm if waiting. You're to eating eat. like 600, 700 calories a day. Something wrong. All right, so I had it with cracker and cheddar cheese. Yeah. Was this a real slice of cheddar cheese, or was this a a, a proper type of, like, uh... No, like, ch- cheddar cheese off the block. Cheddar cheese, like, off the block type of cheese. I was really hoping that you, you had aerosol cheese for this. Uh-oh. <laughs> no. Or the spread. That would have been, yeah. Um, processed cheese spread? Oh, can so, we have a whole episode on, like, different processed cheeses? I'm in government cheese. Right. And uh, you. A side note: I love uh, speaking of cheap, gross foods. I love easy cheese. Yeah, and I like it on those chick. What are they? Chick biscuit. No, that's something crackers? I do not like. I don't Biscuits. like the taste. Yeah. But also, same roommate who introduced me to the weenies. Also introduced me to canned cheese. How did you do, like? You didn't have that as a child. No, my parents did not have that kind of stuff in the house. Really? Mm-mm. I did, I don't even know that I knew it existed. It was only military rations for them. It, it was an odd household. We did not have that, but we did have cheese whiz at home. Uh, <laughs> at some point in time, then that just stopped being a thing. But we always had cheese whiz. And my dad's cheese of choice was Velveeta. Uh, so that's well, my, my grandparents. I mean, when they made pizzas, like homemade oh, pizzas. Oh, my Lord. Are you serious? It was it, Velveeta? No. Oh, God. Yeah. Huh. Was it good? It's the it's the era. That's I was like, gonna say that's people of a certain age that processed cheese is all they had, so they got to block, like it. Yeah, block cheese, block processed cheese was like it's it's almost like government cheese, and it just yeah. it came to fashion, and you didn't it it lasted so much longer. I mean, think about World War II era folks. I mean, you had you needed stuff that la- like oh, kind of like us today. Right. Uh, <laughs> you needed stuff that lasted. The- well, there's so many things that have been in fashion and go out of fashion. Look at. Back in the day, cooking with lard, and people loved the taste of lard. Then it went to shortening like Crisco. Now you think, like, who has Crisco sitting around and stuff like that? But people do or did. Uh, well, people in prison do. People in prison. Wasn't Crisco the, uh, the big cold, wasn't the big cold problem with Crisco uh, the hydrogenated part, the hydrogenated fat? Uh, I always thought it was that Loretta Lynn was their spokesperson, but, I mean, you know. <laughs> I, I, lard has made a comeback, by the way. A lot of, uh, when you watch, if you watch cooking end, shows. Yeah, high end, they use so. lard. They've been starting to use lard again. Um, okay, so so I, I'll say I liked it better with the cheese and cracker, um, but I think that might just be because I could taste less. Does it of overpower it? Because is it? I it, would think so. I would think it would just taste like because then it's just almost like more filling to what you're eating because it would it would probably kill the taste, right? Yeah, I mean it 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 it, it I uh, the, the taste of the Vienna sausage was still there. Don't get me wrong, but it was uh, it was a little bit more balanced. Um, all right, I'm going to dive in for my my uh, fancy version. I'm excited about this one. I'm having another because I'm just enjoying these. This one's got a crack down the side of it. Mine did too. Oh, to let the jelly in. <laughs> Hola, David. Me, I'm a Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. I, I I just thought romance languages was yeah. the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it, so... It's very high on pronunciation, too, so <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And, you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> In that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's it, they design it for long-term retention, you know. It, and, yeah. Uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you, you say it until you do, and then, you know, that, that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by experts for 30 years, and there's over 25 different languages that you can learn and people, millions and millions of users use it because like you said, it does seep in and you're using it with, you know, you get speech recognition and mm-hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built-in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value and you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused. Or really cool. <laughs> I have to go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use, and we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we wanted to do this long term, and uh, it's something that uh, it works. 
you know, and we don't, yeah. we don't do long-term um, stuff like this. And this is, this is the one that we've chosen and we love it. So all you guys got to do, don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times. And it's always now, right now, get now. started. For Larry, limited time, his Air 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. How much? 50%. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rashate, you're oh. 50% off. <laughs> Rashate. <laughs> redeem it. 50% off rosettastone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. So is this the toast-pointed one? It is. Is this brie and fig fig? Jam, jelly, whatever. Uh, uh, rye toast point, um, baked brie, uh, chili fig uh, jam, uh, fresh peach, and um, a, a Vienna sausage. Wow, that is really fancy. Um, Brent, I sent you a picture, by the way. Oh, did, was it to Facebook or do you? Oh, nope, here it is. Oh, yeah, look at this. So excited. So interesting. So I'm looking at how you um you you sauteed them. And yeah, they they, they kind of like crack apart almost. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they then they kind of look they like, kinda look like little... a real right, well, like I... a, Yeah, like what you're talking about. She's going to say I think the, um, the little smokies. Little smokies, yeah. All, right, all I got to say is this would be a perfect bite if I just took the sausage off. Okay. Like... Here, describe it to me while I eat mine so that it can taste better. <laughs> it's uh I, 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 the, you know, obviously the saltiness of the brie and, um, and the bread from the toast point, uh, mixed with the, the sweetness of the, uh, of the fig and the peach is awesome. Uh, and then, you know, I, I did that to hopefully balance the weirdness of the, um, of the Vienna sausage, uh, what I perceived to be. And I, was, I, I will say it did a good job of that. Like I could finish this with the sausages on it and would be okay with it. Uh, uh while, while you've been describing that, Lisa and I, uh, finished our can of, <laughs> Toaster leavings. Oh, so do you think like you could start like? Don't they have like, you know, some of the um fancier little like pretentiousy kind of restaurants where you know where you get like a dime sized thing on your plate to eat? Could do you think you could do like what you just did and you serve like just like uh um like all that the fig and the peach and the toaster and then like half of the Vienna sausage but like cut funny and then just put on there and then like a little like sprig of like mint or something on it and then you charge like thirty dollars more than that there's there's a restaurant in chicago called alinea and it's the kind of thing that you have to buy a ticket for it's like a grand a person and it's like an eight course meal uh and it it, it, it's you know they'll serve you something on top of grass they'll they'll smoke it at your table they'll uh, you know it's just the weirdest presentations weirdest foods but every bite you have is like magical Uh, um I need to open a restaurant like that, 
but have the main ingredient be various potted meats. Yeah. See, you keep saying that, and that's funny, because growing up, my dad loved potted meat, which is another armor thing. I hate it. I can't stand... You talk about... That really does have a, a pungent smell if you just open up an, an original-flavored armor potted meat. It's a very strong smell, and it's mm. like meat butter. Can you show me a picture? I have no idea what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so I'm going to Google's... Uh, we had things like um, seven bone steaks and um, seven bone. I don't steak. know. <laughs> I don't know what the hell you're even talking about. So potted meat looks like this. It looks like that was my nickname in college. So it looks like a pate. If you took the consistency of Twinkie filling, but it was made of meat, and you spread it like butter, it's like fluffy. Uh, yeah, like it spreads like butter. I don't know how to say it. Uh, like. Like Braunschweiger? No, 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 near, not nearly that, that thick. Um, like butter. <laughs> hey, listeners, if you don't know what we're talking about when we say Braunschweiger, other people call it liverwurst. No, she knows. No, I do. We, we I eat do. It like crazy. Well, I said listeners. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's other people. It's unlikely that someone's still with us this deep <laughs> I mean, in. It's not just the three of us just hanging out. The one or two that might have held out. <laughs> I love the fact that literally, um, on the top, so when you order, you know, I look at potted meat, and it is potted meat, and then it's next to creamed possum with sweet potatoes garnished in coon fat gravy. Oh, wow! Uh, okay. Is that real or is no. this? No, it's six fifty a can, and you can buy that it. Doesn't mean it's not. That doesn't mean it's real. I bought you unicorn meat for fuck. Yeah, sake. but that is uh, a stuffed animal. I'm just trying to see. You don't know? Have you opened it? It's true. So okay, so um, so. Uh, you're over all. Oh wait, are we done with all your choices? Yeah, all done. Okay, and your can your um final. This is thought literally is, uh, real food. I'm sorry, real they, quick though. This is real food. The coon fat, uh, the cream possum and coon fat gravy, and you can buy it on Amazon. Neat. Are you buying one? Oh God, I'm not. I gonna, guess it's I'm real. I'm, I'm saying that. that it's it's available Please everywhere. Don't let me eat that. All right, that might be a future uh, cafeteria fifty one. I don't think I can do it. I don't know. Maybe it's not real. We'll have to look it up. We'll figure it out for the next one. Um, anyway, yeah. So, so Lisa, you're asking. So, um, so my question would be, since you're not a fan of just the straight out of the can, um, well, I guess you're not a. You're saying you're not a fan at all because you said the other thing would be great if you just took off the sausage, right? <laughs> so yeah, pretty much. I, they just taste like them, no matter what you do to them. Well, let, let, let's sit, let's put like if I had to rank in order, uh, uh, not even rank. Uh, let me put it this way: I would not eat it straight out of the can by itself. And I would not toast it in the pan. That that did something even odder to the consistency that I didn't appreciate. And making it saltier, which it did not need to be any saltier. Like uh, I, I think if I had to, if you, if you know, you came back and you said, "Hey, you need to eat another can of these," um, or a can. Uh, I think I would, I would definitely not toast them and put them on. It doesn't have to be fancy like brie and all of that, but put them on with a bunch of other ingredients to as to. Um, slightly mask. I, I, I just, I'm not a fan of the flavor. Real quick question for you, Lisa. When you eat these, you go, "Oh man, that's salty." Actually, I don't. I don't notice I don't, salt at I all. I don't notice that they're really salty mm-hmm. at all. Um, I mean, obviously they they are. They yeah. are. <laughs> We're going to be drinking water for the rest of the day, but yeah, I don't notice. I it. know, but you're talking. <laughs> see, like I'm really bad at that though because I'm the person who, and this is not a joke, and I. As a child, I used to go get like a bouillon cube for a snack and like sit and like basically like a deer salt lick it. Like that's that's fucking weird. There's I mean, it's very true that if you lower your salt consumption, that foods that you used to eat uh, uh, will taste saltier than, you know, because it's what you get accustomed to. It becomes your equilibrium. So if you typically eat more sodium rich foods or typically salt your food uh and you stopped doing that for like two weeks and then you went back to something that didn't taste salty to you uh it will it will i've uh i've done that experiment in the past now on the flip side i am not trying to be some sort of bastion of health over here i salt the crap out of things and and definitely use too much sodium in my life um and eat too many canned foods and such so i uh i think it might just be i'm guessing 
because you you two eat them with some sort of regularity, uh, and I've never had them before. It's like I, it, my mouth doesn't know what to do with itself. It, well, it be- and I think a lot of it, and I think you were saying this earlier too, with the what people are used to. I grew up eating these. I mean, we had them in the house. My dad liked them, but my dad also worked row construction, so he could take them with him, and you know, you don't have to refrigerate it and just open it up. So it was in the house. Uh, so I was more apt to. Probably as long as it wasn't repulsive to me, then just stayed with it. If you haven't had it, this isn't something that I would probably go out to seek out, right? Other than for the 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 novelty of it, I would. Well, never that's, that's why we're doing it today. Um, by the way, uh, uh for a little preview of upcoming episodes, Brent. Oh. Um, I was not able to secure it at the store. However, was able to order Vegemite. Yep. Uh, so we'll give it a right? And we're going to do it this time when I eat it. I'm going to eat it the proper way, which is just a little itty bit uh, on on toast with a lot of butter, like they keep telling me to do. Um, because even the people Not that eat it. Not just a spoonful. Yeah, because so, even the people. So you're noticing the health food um, uh, theme we have going here. Right. Uh, right. Uh, Speaking of, you thought this was Salty John. Uh, <laughs> so that, yeah. Uh, so also, also, I picked up Brent. You'll have to order it online. I picked up. I uh, this is uh, I, I think only available in Mexico. I've never seen it in English. Um, but I was at Tony's, uh, Tony's Fresh Market. Uh, for those of you in the Chicagoland area, and I picked up spam, uh, Tocino flavored, which I believe means bacon flavored spam. Oh well, we got a Tony's right by us, so. So you can pick that up, and then, uh, and then Brent on its way to your studio, and then on its way to my studio, but won't arrive for a few weeks. So we'll, we'll, we'll this won't be the next one. Is a special little surprise. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what it is yet. However, I will say that there's a possibility that a version of this Joe Rogan forced someone to eat at some point. Oh. Now, one of the Not grossest things that I bought on purpose shows that he's been on. Obviously, I'm speaking of news radio. <laughs> uh, it is a quart of bull semen, and I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> no, um, uh, one of the things I, I kind of what was I going to say? I'll tell you, I don't care. You're going you're to see it when you open the package anyway. There are uh, three different flavors of crickets. We were just talking about this. So we were talking about how they talk about, Lisa and I were, how if we ate uh, insects and seaweed, we could like feed the world 10 times over. And And also probably live forever. And like crickets and other insects are a delicacy in a lot of parts of the world. An amazing protein, amazing protein source, very healthy, low in saturated fat. Like everything is great about them. I'm actually not even going to be able to watch you eat them. I'm not lying. Like I eat a lot of weird stuff and I'm not really opposed. I don't think I can even be in the studio when you eat those. You know, there's a lot of people that would eat those crickets and probably be like, I am not touching a Vienna sausage. I realize that. (laughs) And those people would be wrong. But I don't think I can watch you eat crickets. Or, and also, I'm not sure that I can respect John anymore. <laughs> wow, I'm shocked that you I'm did. I'm not sure I could respect John any less. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I, John's, John's about to say that he's, he's shocked that I respected him in the first place. And I understand where you're coming from, John, because I, I really put out a good facade to make you think that I did respect you. And I was trying really hard, but I just I can't do it anymore. <laughs> What are you do? I don't like. I'm not digging this remote thing where I can't like uh, physically ask you to go back to the booth. <laughs> I'm coming out of the booth. I'm okay. coming out of the booth. So I'm looking up the Tocino ham, uh, a spam. I'm sorry, it's a Filipino breakfast staple. Newest flavor, iconic luncheon meat brand. And no, it's not a marketing gimmick. Served with eggs on the side. Is sweet and cured pork with dish made with popular Spanish. Oh, oh, uh, did I buy? So I've had the, the Filipino breakfast meat, Tocino. Uh, there's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful uh, little breakfast spot uh, down in the city that does Filipino breakfast. And uh, they do like, you know, Tocino and eggs. And so that's what this is. It says is supposed to be. Like- OK, I was wrong. Even better. That's even better. It'll, it'll, t- it'll taste great. Um, and then, um, yeah, you, you've like uh, if you're talking traditional Tocino, it's like pork shoulder that's marinated in all these awesome uh, our herbs and, and and sauces and whatnot, uh, and and you like fry it up in a pan, eat it with eggs. It's really, really, really good. Um, I love Filipino breakfast in general. Do you they, do you like um, uh, uh, chorizo? 
Uh, I do like chorizo. I do too. I, I'm now you got me looking. There's jalapeno spam, unspicy spam, bacon spam, tochina spam, spam light, black pepper spam. Ooh, black pepper spam. I like black pepper spam. Anything chorizo spam, boricua, b o r i c u a. Uh, spam. I mean, there is all sorts of flavors of spam, and this is just available that I could order right now on Amazon. <laughs> well, get the get the tochino one so we can do it. I will. I will. Uh, um, by the way, the three flavors of the crickets. Yeah, so we're gonna have three. We're gonna have to try at least three because there's salt, uh, sour. How this is in the package that you're gonna be getting. Okay. Sour cream and onion. Okay. Salt, vinegar, bacon, and cheese. I hate sour cream and onion, so I'll do. I don't know what sounds worse to me, sour cream and onion or cricket. So the fact that I... <laughs> one hand, I've got a sour cream and onion potato chip. and the other hand, I've got a bacon and cheese cricket. Which one do you want? <laughs> he can't decide. <laughs> Man, yeah. So, no, I'll give her a shot. I'll give her a shot. Maybe the cricket will, will cancel out the flavor of the <laughs> sour cream. And we, we are going to... We are going to, once we uh, are going to the store more and stuff, we're going to have to do less uh, like preserved meats and more like, you know, fruits and vegetables we've never heard of. Yeah, you go to like, um, unpreserved don't meats. you guys, you guys have an H Mart by you? Yeah, yeah. Like in like their frozen food, like seafood section is, is somewhat frightening at times. Oh, yeah. My dad oh, loves man. that section. He just brings stuff home. Like, or we go to Mariano's and get the... Um... The the weird exotic meats like python and camel and, uh, you know. You got to see H Mart. It's, it, uh, I mean, the stuff my dad used to bring home was frightening it's at best. Awesome. Yeah, there's some really cool stuff. Like, oh, uh, guppy eyes. That's, that's, and what are we, what are we going to cook with guppy eyes? We, uh, Lisa made- and I one time bought soggy sous. I don't know how to soggy sauce. It's a sliced jellied beef cheek and face. In uh, vinegar jelly. Is it like, a, is, is pachav like the same thing? I don't know. Do you know what pachav no. is? It was, unfortunately, just tastes like jellied vinegar and it was disgusting. Um, more for that than anything else. I'm here. Uh, I'm here for the beef cheek, though. I mean, beef cheek, uh, cheek, cheeks of anything tend to be good. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I thought, well, maybe this would be good, but it was what it was. It was in. just so vinegary. It wasn't really, it wasn't really as gross as it sounds, but it would just, it tasted like you were almost like just, eating vinegar jelly like yeah, that's really mm-hmm. it was so overpowering and it could have been the brand you know some brands are like that where you said like the saltier the not saltier vinegary mm-hmm. whatever it was just vinegar yeah well uh, now you know I'm, why the uh, aliens won't talk to us this is not the only cooking i'm doing today kids today is my uh, anniversary my five-year wedding anniversary um uh some said it couldn't be done uh and those people are dead now uh, <laughs> including his wife so they're having whatever he wants <laughs> honey what do you want on your tombstone Norman! yeah uh, uh but i'm uh, i'm gonna be cooking dinner tonight because we can't i mean literally i mean we're not not gonna go out to eat i mean i'm not gonna just go pick up takeout um i, mean, I guess i could i could get something delivered but i'm cooking dinner i'm gonna make a uh a beef roulette with uh, some interesting ingredients inside, and uh, sausages. Are you yeah. adding Vienna sausages? No, That's I, I, I think my <laughs> I'm not going to be salting anything tonight. My wife's going to be like, "Normally, your cooking's decent. Why is everything so bland?" I'm like, "Well, had some Vienna sausages earlier." I uh, I think tonight we're going to saddle up to a. We've got steaks and all the meats and all the stuff in the in the uh the freezer that we got that are nice cuts that uh we need to eat but we've been eating a lot of like pastas and things lately and last night because it was friday and we hadn't done a while we actually ordered a pizza so we're probably eating leftover pizza <laughs> if i had to guess for dinner tonight from, from eight days ago from yesterday Oh, you said last Friday. I inferred that no, to me. No, it's like it was Friday yesterday. So uh, yeah, it was yeah, Friday, yeah. so we ordered a pizza. And uh, now it's no longer Friday, but we still have the pizza. And if you order Chicago pizzas, it seems like no matter what you get, we don't get like the deep dish, but there's still like 45 pounds of pizza. Yeah. You know, so you eat on them like literally four or five times. Yeah, it's interesting you say that. I, I've been seeing that a lot on Twitter, not the Chicago pizza thing, but the we're eating a lot of carbs, you know. Uh, it feels like I, I it, it's and everyone that's like, it's because it's not like you can't go get fresh vegetables to make a salad. You know, stores, stores are open, but uh, the collective country just feels like it's in comfort food mode. You know, <laughs> uh, I in a uh, pasta sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> Which, by you know, if you're pragmatic, it'd be the opposite. You'd be eating everything fresh. That way, when the uh, when the supply chain completely shuts down and we're all on our own, that's when you have to go to the boxed stuff. Well, I'm that's why I'm spending all my money into the food rehydrator market for all the people that have dehydrated <laughs> too much food after they come out of this. We got too much got, turkey jerky. Extra uh, too. The the Pizza Hut pizza. Oh yeah, the food. Re- yeah, who's gonna eat all that pizza? I will. I'll eat that pizza. <laughs> We're fine. We have a six month supply of MREs. That's true. I I know that's true. Um. All right. So, uh, while we're on that subject, Back to the Future Two. Uh, I, hot take here. My favorite in the series. Uh, probably for me the most watchable. Um, I probably like the first one better just because of it's uh was a new gimmick and, and a lot Novel. of fun. But I think number two is probably the one you can just shut your brain off and watch the most. Yeah, yeah, I, I and everyone agrees. My on number favorite two. Doc Brown scene: Million Ways to Die in the West. Oh, <laughs> but but that's uh this from the man who will not eat a sour cream and onion potato chip, but is considering a cricket. Well, I have to. I mean, I got to do my duty. We have, he has a job to do. Cafeteria 51. So here's a question. If they had reversed the order, if Back to the Future 3, if the theme of, of, of the second movie to be released had been the Wild West, and then the theme of the third movie to be released had been the future, would, would the Wild West 1, number 3 in our parlance, have been more well-received? I don't think Meaning, so. I think no. it was the novelty of two of the future and stuff that's what caught on. And they did such a good job with nods to things and changes and, and, um, I oh, I, I agree. I agree. I just thought, you know, if you hadn't, if two is so good to all of us, if you hadn't experienced that yet, maybe you would have found some more value in three. That's I all like I like three though. I don't, I mean, I think it was a great movie. You know, I just, uh, uh, yeah, it wasn't as fun for me. Are you a uh, Matrix hater on the sequels? I don't care for the Matrix series at all, period. Even the first one? Yeah, I just, I mean, I enjoyed it, I guess, the first time I watched it, and I have no desire to go back and rewatch them. <laughs> and I'm not excited for the the new. Boy, uh, I, we, we, we definitely do have some different tastes. I'm the opposite. I'm a huge Matrix fan. I liked uh, I liked the trilogy. I thought the third was the weakest of the three, but I I, I enjoyed number two immensely. I never, I didn't understand why people were panning that one, and I'm I'm super stoked for the new one. But I also do see how um how can I say this? There's some movies that you just watch and you're like, if you don't fucking like this, there's something wrong with you. Like Shawshank, you know. Uh, I can see I can see how certain groups of people are just like you know that's not my type of sci-fi. That's not I get it. Um, I personally enjoyed it, but I get it. Right. No, I, I get that too. And it has fantastic values to ge- the genre that it's in. And it, it set the tone for so many things out there. Oh man. How many, how many times have, have various ideas from the matrix, both from a technological perspective in, um, in just movie making, but also, uh, in the concepts and ideas of the future, how many times have those been stolen and ripped off since then? Right. Until you actually probably, and this is just me making up, realize that it was all done in like a Korean film six months before that. And they just stole it all from that. Cause that's sadly how everything works. Yeah. Like, I, you know, and, the, and obviously there's a, there's a fair amount of uh, middle ground between theft and inspiration. Well, right? no, it, well, look at the matrix shot, that whole like jumping the air and spinning around and stuff that was created for that movie. Yeah, they literally created, yeah, the, the, the 360 degree pan around, uh, Keanu while he's do, do, uh, dodging the bullets. Yeah. So, uh, good for him. I'm, I'm more excited for Bill and Ted three. That's me. When is that coming out? Uh, I don't know now because everything's pushed back. So my wife, my wife is telling me that, uh, she's a big Grey's Anatomy fan and she just found out that they're not, I guess they were in the middle of filming when all this went down. The final three episodes of the season just like aren't happening. Oh my wow. god, that's crazy! Aren't uh, they essential workers? <laughs> Sorry, cheap shot. The uh, the the Karens of the world are, are unite. Like they're, they're right. <laughs> you talk about Trump wanting everybody to go back to work. Karen wants everybody to go back to work because she needs I the need episode. McSteamy or McDreamy or Mc I don't know Flasty. I don't. I remember mean, who's on there? Between- I made a joke like that like, like a month ago, and my wife's like, "You idiot! He's been dead for like five seasons or something." I'm like, "I didn't." Okay, good. Why are you touching me? I'm I'm touching her feet under the table. I just literally out. accidentally bumped her. She freaked out. Like, why are you touching me? God, it's almost like you guys are married. It's like yeah. we're quarantined together, twenty four seven. 
Now, if you really want to freak him out, not him, but back to the McSteamy, the the McSteamy fans. The wait, I don't know. Um, McFly? take away all the white claw. Oh my god! All yeah. the white, all the white oh, Karens claw. of the world. No, no what? Yeah. And yeah. shout out to Karens that listen to the show. I don't think there's any. There ones. are no Karens yeah. listening to the show. Yeah. You're cool. I just, it's become, I didn't do it. It's become the meme. That's, it's, it's the weird haircut. Karen wants to see a manager meme. I, I don't know. I didn't. I got it. a cousin, Chad. I like him. He's a cool cat. I always feel bad for him. And then, you know, how many Kyle's Yeah, Chad world? was another, yeah. Chad's and Kyle's, you know. Uh, every time a Kyle walks in a room, the drywall takes a deep breath, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> Please, not today, Kyle. Oh, Every wow. time our Kyle walks in the well, rolls in the room, however, we get dumber. <laughs> uh, that's one of the things we're going to have to do, I guess, is make cheese muffins. Yeah, actually, while we're while we're cooking, uh, Nation, if you're still listening, send us your cheese muffin recipe. Yeah, we'll see if it one matches of up with Kyle's. We'll both make the same recipe, and I think somebody should attempt to make them with cheese from a can. Oh. Can oh. cheese muffins? Can cheese muffins? It sounds right, so, like something he would do. Yeah. He said, "Do we? Okay, so if we do cheese from a can, are we still also going to do an episode on various cheese products?" Yeah, cheese muffins can be incorporated into the cheese product episode. I think. Oh, I think that's a good call. Yeah, I, I like no that. Such thing is too much cheese. Yeah, and if somebody sends us recipes, then Brent can make too them. much cheese. Such a thing even possible? Well, and Brent, you're gonna have to let Kyle make his whatever his version is. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. He says that, and he always says it, but we've never actually tried his cheese muffins. That's true. We have no idea. We have, you know. Um, but I'm saying you're gonna have to let him. All right. To... Well, and then we'll try them all. I think uh, <clears throat> we've uh, annoyed them enough for this week of Cafeteria 51 for our, our quarantined ramblings. But stick around because. We're still coming out with our regular episodes every week, and we're going to be doing these as we can. And you know some of the stuff coming up. And if you want to see a weird food that we can get our hands on or make easily, let us know, and we'll check that out, too. Um, Please do not send us any bugs. There might just be another H51 adventure coming along down the path, down the line. Pretty quick, hopefully. Uh, And that means within the next two years. (laughs) Yes, yes. But by the end of two years from now. Yep, so keep an eye out for that. Coming out of quarantine. (laughs) Between now and the end of quarantine. Yeah, we have lots of plans, and we had lots of stuff uh, uh, coming up that quarantine has kind of said, and uh, so, but we're we're working on it all. Stop touching me. We're adapting. We are adapting. We will survive. So uh, with that said, I've been your, what am I, so what are we here, John? The, uh, I don't want to say the lunch lady. Oh, I, I'm your. Um, I'm well, your, you're obviously you're a hunter because you prefer these things. I, I'm your uh, mate, not major G. Your your sous chef, uh, <laughs> your guide. Yeah, I'm your animal. Your guide. kitchen help. <laughs> Next week, we're having uh, uh, recipes from Joe Exotic, <laughs> the Tiger King. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah. With that said, I've been Brent. I've been the other hand. I have a headache. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, enjoy your cafeteria food. I will. All right. Toodles. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. <laughs> oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite, join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation, or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.